Welcome to Arcade Attack. A retro gaming podcast for up to four players. Killed by death adder and violent revenge is the weapon we found. Did you ever know the way I played you in arcades as a child? Did you ever know the way they adapted you for the Mega Drive? With monster drumsticks and elf thieves get kicks and sword play and sorcery and dragons and lethal attacks. Dana with a golden axe. Dana with a golden axe. Dana with a golden, golden axe. Dana. Let's talk about golden axe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, best, best intro to a podcast (laughs) ever. Goes to Rob. That was a bit special. That was golden axe. Oh yeah. I knew exactly what you were doing as soon as you started that. So listeners, we didn't even know he was going to do that. So uh, I think we actually have, oh, we should probably go on and introduce ourselves first. I don't need to know. Uh, They know who we are now, don't they? Well, <laughs> do they? Do <laughs> they? Um, I'm Rob. I'm your host for today, and around me I have um, my Warriors Three, oh. Keith the Dashing. Oh, thanks, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Adrian the Brave. Oh, <laughs> I've never been called Brave before. <laughs> and Dylan the Grim. Oh, yeah. oh. that's about right. Yeah, <laughs> mine was the only one that fits. And uh, today we're talking about, um, this doesn't actually happen that often, I think, but we're talking about a game that I'm pretty sure, going around the circle, all four of us are very familiar with. Oh, definitely. Kind of grew up with it. Yeah, 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 big fan. Um, Just kind of, did everyone play it in the arcade or was it all Mega Drive? I definitely played it in Mega Drive first and probably found it in the arcade later on. Me, Amiga for me, played on the Amiga. Oh, Oh. See, I had it on Master System. Hey. Bat, you know, it was, it was a pretty good version. And 
I borrowed that Amiga version of you, I think, as well. Because yeah. I remember thinking, oh, this is so much better than my Master System <laughs> it version. Really good. I don't think I've seen the Amiga version. They did a lot of Sega is conversions to Amiga. With the Mega Drive one? Uh, I've obviously, yeah, I've played the Mega Drive since, and I think it's pretty much close. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah it's got ev- everything's in there. Because mm, I know, yeah. like, the Master System, you can only be Axe Battler, can't you? Garth, I just call him, yeah. Garth. <laughs> 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 See, yeah, this is interesting, because we actually have a breadth of different experiences. For me, it was the arcade. I kind ah. of... Remember it in the arcade, and then afterwards played on the Mega Drive, I think, a few years later. Mm. But, um, yeah, I thought we could kind of go back to pre-Golden Axe, and um, if we want to go, go back through the winds of time. <laughs> That's what the winds of time sound like. On a dragon, or just mm. winds of time? That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, back to 1984, and a game called Kung Fu Master. Yeah, okay. Kung Fu Master. Oh. Hello. Kung Fu Master is significant because... It's badass. Um, <laughs> it's got fighting in it, maybe. I believe it's the first ever side-scrolling beat-em-up. Yeah. See, uh, is that the one good. we... Uh, yeah, I was playing at um, Play Expo. Yeah. yeah it was, wasn't Me it? and Keith had the, the honour of... The honour privilege of playing it the other day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, basically, nice. uh, you're on a dojo, going side to side. Yep. Have to kind of go up five flights and um, convert it to NES. Yeah, you've got. A, yeah, that's why I played it on the Famicom, and you've got kind of a good range of moves. You can kind of duck, kick. You can do a sweep, kick. You can like kick, punch, jump, kick, do all that kind of stuff. And that was the first ever side scrolling beat 'em up. Um, made by a guy called Takashi Nishiyama. Anyone? Your, your Japanese pronunciation is much better than all of ours. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats. Um, anyone want to know why Takashi Nishiyama is famous or what he went on to do? According to my notes, he actually oversaw uh, the first Street Fighter game. Boom. Uh, That's a not a very good okay. game, though, is it? The first Street Fighter. No. Yeah, no. But, 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 but still. But, yeah. but even more significant, went on to run SNK's game development division, including <laughs> oh. the creation of the Neo Geo arcade board and basically all their fighting games. Wow. Wowza. Mm. Wow. So Big he's, hitter. Yeah. Big hitter. We need to know more about Neo Geo stuff, Adrian. Uh, ask my buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anthony. <laughs> uh, anyway, like, uh, that's kind of fast forward a couple of years later to a game called Renegade. Yep. Renegade Master. So Kung Fu Master and Renegade Master. Renegade, yep. Yeah, know it, know it, know it. Uh, yeah. Was Keep this, was this vigilante w- one? Was it, was it released on a Master System at all? Oh, wait, I think it was. Never played it though. Um, anyone want to guess feeling, that's where I know it from. why Renegade is so significant in gaming history? Was that a Sega game? Um, I don't know. Oh. I, I don't think know. it was oh. basically an arcade game. Because it was a two-player beat-em-up game. That's um, a side-scroll. I think you could play two-player on Kung Fu Master. Oh. Um, I don't no, think but you could be on screen at the same time. After the other. Oh, oh, that was it. Yeah. Kung Fu Master yeah, is one after the other. Take turns, yeah. uh, no, that would come... That would come a little bit later, but it was the first game to have a four-dimensional control system. So you could go up and down, yes. side to side. Yeah. Ah. And also, um, enemies required multiple hits. Oh, I, thought, I thought that accolade went to Cheetah Man. <laughs> yeah, Cheetah Man. Cheetah Man. <laughs> Cheetah Men. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, the year after that, we have a game that was even more influential. A game that I'm sure everyone has heard of, even if we haven't played. I've, I've realized in research for this, I've never played it, even though everyone's heard of it. Double Dragon. I was going to say Double Dragon. You never played Double that's Dragon? The one, that's the one with the two-player. Yeah, it? Double Dragon. I'm thinking yeah. one day, Double Dragon podcast. What do you reckon, guys? Oh, God, yeah. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> and how they ruined that franchise. Anyway, that's another day. But, uh, yeah, like, um, also very important. It's kind of the first modern beat-em-up 
I'm, did I just say it was Renegade? But it was really Double Dragon because Renegade takes place in one screen, whereas Double Dragon is side-scrolling. Yes. Mm. Also, two-player cooperative play and the ability to take an enemy's weapon. And you can play as Billy or Jimmy. Billy, Billy or Jimmy. Or Jimmy. And then you have to face off at the end. Quick side note. Spoiler Renegade, alert. Renegade, Spoiler Renegade, alert, Renegade was by Taito. Oh, Taito. Mm. And it did come out in the Master System. Ah. I just had to check that. Sorry. <laughs> Gonna dig out my master system later, I know. So, Double Dragon, massive success in the arcades, hugely influential game. Everyone decides that they want to make a kind of their own Double Dragon game. And fast forward two years later, we are, come to 1989, the Anis Mirabilis for side scrolling beat em ups. <laughs> you have three games that basically set the, ter- the tone for every side scrolling beat em up that will come afterwards. All by a uh, a different company. Anyone want to take a guess at what those games were? All arcade games? The Golden Axe? Golden Axe. Yes, yeah. that's correct. <laughs> Final Fight? Uh, yeah. Final Fight, yeah. Golden Axe came out in May. Final Fight came out in December. And there was Golden one other one. 89. Sega. Konami game. One? Is it Turtles? Turtles? Yep. Hey. Yeah, Turtles. Basically, uh, those three between them. You have Golden Axe is the um, kind of old-timey one. Final Fight is uh, the street one, then influences Streets of Rage, all those kind of games. Is if you like Turtles, yeah. Well, Turtles <laughs> kind of sets the tone for, I think we've spoken about this before, all the four-player Konami Oh, yeah, ups. definitely, yeah. Um, so anyway, like, uh, going on to the actual Golden Axe game, as I say, came out in May. I think it might have actually been the first of those three. Okay. What, um, what a free, when you think about it, what a great free games, aren't they? Well, great yeah. year. How influential great year. as well. Absolutely. Like, I think that's kind of the thing with any kind of culture. It kind of goes and fits and starts. Mm. Um, so anyway, like, Golden Axe, as I say, came out first as an arcade game. was uh, made on the Sega AM1. The Sega AM1. System 16. <laughs> 16-bit arcade board released by Sega in 1985 before it was superseded by the Sega System 24 in 1988. Um, anyone want to guess what other games the Sega AM1 was used for? The AM1 team, you mean? Or... Well, it might have been Sega the System the... 16. Oh, yeah, the Sega, Mis- the Sega System 16. Um, ooh. Come on, Keith. One. Um, one of the oh. very famous games from around then. Ooh. It wouldn't have been anything with scaling. No, that's what I mean. I'm trying to... But they're so the it's ones something that like... Rise. Oh, oh, Altered oh, yeah, Beast. Altered Beast. Beast. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Altered Beast was the other one. And a game called Dynamite Ducks. Which... Oh, yeah, Dynamite Ducks. Good I game, mean, that. I know of it, yeah. Mm. I know of it. The Master System conversion was good. This was a uh, kind of TNT swans. Oh, <laughs> stop it! <laughs> um, this is basically one of two uh, main of Sega's main arcade boards in the second half of the eighties. The other one being the Super Scaler series. Yeah, that's the one. Came out also in nineteen eighty-five. Used for racing games like Hang On, Outrun. <laughs> hang on, Keith. Hang on, Burner, Power Drift, Space yeah, Harrier. Hang on, Outrun and Space Harrier. Yeah. yeah. Oh. We know our, our Sega arcade games. We know games. our Super Scaler games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, moving on to Golden Axe, the, what is the, I get onto the plot for Golden Axe, set in a place called Uria. <laughs> <laughs> and the characters are, I think we said one of them earlier. Axe Battler. Is it Mr. Axe Battler? Who does Wet. not carry an axe. Axe Battler the Barbarian. <laughs> yep. but yeah. Keith, if, you were called, if you were called Axe Battler, would, you'd be annoyed, wouldn't you? You purposely wouldn't carry an axe, just because he'd be pitching old. <laughs> <laughs> He's called something else in the Master System version. Oh, is it? Something with a T or something. Tarry. Um, axe Battler. <laughs> Tarek, I think he's called Tarek. High taxes. Yeah, Axe Battler. Um, Death had to kill his mother, and he uses a broadsword. Yes. 
Um, other characters? Gilius Thunderhead. Correct. Gilius oh, yes. Thunderhead, the dwarf. Um, and Death Adder killed his twin brother, and he carries an axe around. Maybe it's Axe Battler's axe. Who knows? Maybe. He just had to give him a lender, didn't he? Is it a yeah. golden axe, though? We're going to get on to ah, that. Away, yeah. away. Oh. Anyone and else want to get the last one, or shall I? No, say it. Tyrus Flair. Tyrus Correct. Flair. Tyrus Flair, <laughs> the Amazon, who has her own Wikipedia page. What? Apparently okay. so. Uh, Death Adder uh, oh. killed both her parents, and she carries a longsword. Interesting, really, because Tyrus Flair... Look, kind of her character. It's basically Fast Forward Streets of Rage. <laughs> like, Blaze is basically Tyrus Flair and streetwear. Yep. True. Do you reckon that if Blaze went on Ancestry.com, she'd find out that she was... <laughs> uh, you know, she has her blood in... in um, <laughs> I, no? don't, I don't think they had Ancestry.com in Uria. <laughs> Before you guys continue, I would hasten to add there are other DNA companies and services <laughs> out there. There are. There are. <laughs> do you work for any of them? <laughs> <laughs> no, which is why I'm trying to like obviously downplay the whole ancestry.com dot thing. Sorry, done it again. <laughs> and uh, obviously the game starts, and you find out from your wounded friend Alex that Death Adder, like, is Death Adder called Death Adder because he's like a snake, like a Death Adder, or is it because he adds death? I think he Maybe adds both. Death. He adds death because I've obviously faced off against him a few times, and he's just you know. It's a big old brute, isn't he? Basically, he is. So he's not really an adder. We never any see kind. his face. So I think he might have like a snake head. Like he's a, a bit like Vega, maybe, yeah. Vega slash Cristiano Ronaldo. Anyway, carry on. Um, he is a big old brute. We actually have stats for um each of the characters, Ooh. which I'm going to oh, get on. into later on. But Death Adder is apparently eight foot two, <laughs> what, and six hundred and sixty-seven pounds. <laughs> Whoa! I mean, he's a big guy. I mean, I think yeah. I think even Big Daddy would would struggle there. <laughs> <He> would, yeah. <laughs> How about Andre the Giant? That'd be a good fight, wouldn't it? Again, I think Andre Giant would also struggle. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, even Rocky might struggle against that Rocky height advantage. Oh man, Rocky will just like let Death Adder get tired and then just let him fall down. Cool. It's not it's it's not suicide. It's strategy. Keep punching me. It'd work. It'd work. It'd tire him out, wouldn't he? Uh, so anyway, yeah. Um, Alex tells you that um, Death Adder is holding the king and princess of Yuria captive in the castle, and like this is literally after. You kind of see him limping along, and some dude just runs up to him with a massive, like, big spike club, and just starts wailing on him. <laughs> That's out of order. Yeah. Well, <laughs> point. Fair point, yeah. Hey, oh. you, stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, and basically, uh, Death Adder's also found the Golden Axe, which is Yuria's magical mm-hmm. emblem. Yeah. And he will mm-hmm. destroy it if the people don't accept him as ruler. People won't accept it. Wait, so if he if he's not accepted, he will destroy the axe and presumably kill the royal family. But surely having the axe is, is be cool to be the ruler, right? Well, um, he wants acceptance from the people. I think that's what that's what he wants. He wants to be voted in as opposed to and to destroy the axe. Him. He has to chuck it into Mordor or something, into Mount Doom or something. <laughs> yeah, he needs to he needs to cross franchise to get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, like, um, this came out obviously in the late 80s. Anyone want to th- guess what the cultural influences for this would have been? Conan. Correct. Conan. Conan. <laughs> also, any other kind of suggestions for cinema? <laughs> 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 just kidding. Um, Conan was the main one, but also. Red Sonja. Yes. And Beastmaster, I think. Beastmaster of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently, uh, lead developer of the game, Makato Uchida, really liked action movies, especially Conan. And actually, was a legit like a key influence. Also, I had suspect that um, Heavy Metal magazine. Been one oh, familiar yes. with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. S- really influential seventies, eighties mm. Euro magazine, like Euro fancy sci-fi stories. 
um, with like really kind of badass sci-fi fancy art. Well, the, the like the film feature film of that was early eighties, wasn't it? Um, was it? no, I th- yeah, I think maybe it came yeah. out in the eighties. Also, if anyone's seen the the South Park yes. episode where Kenny's getting high on a cappy, have, that's where he goes. You've not to, seen like, that one? The cheesing. No, my oh, face, it's my face so funny. Sizzle. It's so funny. You have to watch it. Uh, yeah, Kenny basically gets transported to this world <laughs> based on the heavy metal film. It's hilarious. He goes to fight in the Brestieri in Nipplopolis. <laughs> it's so good. You have to see that one. It's really funny. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, Uchida ba- basically came, um, other games he did, did Altered Beast, was in charge of that. Okay. Uh, kind of finished Altered Beast, went straight on to this. And afterwards, the only other kind of main game he did afterwards was, 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 uh, Wing War, if anyone remembers that from the arcades. It, like a, yes, War spelt with an O, isn't it? Is it? No. no? Wing War, W-A-R, it's like a dogfighting game. Oh, do you know Wing what? War. I'm thinking of a different game. On the Mega Drive, it was called, I don't know if it was in America, I think it might have been in America, it was called Wings of War, W-O-R. And over here, it was, uh, it was called Gainug. It's oh, just, Gainug. Yeah. yeah Gainug. Yeah, yes, which is, Gainug. it's a uh, side-scrolling shooter. That's them. what I was thinking of. I do love them. Sorry, carry should, on. Love. I should uh, probably point out when I say dogfighting game, it's not like the Michael Vick kind of dogfighting. I mean, like you're oh, in planes. Oh, you went yeah. there for a minute. <laughs> Rob went there. You're basically in planes trying to shoot each other down. You get Michael Vick's flipping lawyers on us now. No, we went there. Go I'm on, pretty sure on. it's established as a fact. Okay, that's fine. Anyway, um, Uchida said, I'm kind of saying a quote I find online here. I had a feeling that arcade games should be competitive against the great hit console title Dragon Quest, which is created by Enix. Dragon Quest being um, kind of a Zelda-like uh, RPG. I've heard of it. I thought Adrian knew about it, but that's Sword Quest. It's just if it ain't got a link suddenly, in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. If it ain't got a link in it, you ain't, you, ain't, you know. And therefore, I studied the world of magic and swords, combined this with the gameplay of Double Dragon, and finally came up with the concept of Golden Axe. I basically ripped off loads of other games, and I came up with the thing of Golden Axe. <laughs> well, uh, Golden Axe actually did have um, a couple of uh, kind of slight innovations. First game to feature weapons as kind of um, a general kind of thing in the genre. And also, um, basically, the reason, apparently, they used weapons is it was to do with view. You had to make the sprites smaller than the enemies if they had a weapon, otherwise it would be kind of too easy. That's why, like, all the other kind of um, characters are so much bigger. Okay. Is that why Death Adder's, like, eight foot? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and, like, you get, like... All of the bosses are massive, though. In, like, Golden Axe, you go, like, and those guys, they're all, like, huge. So, okay, I kind of get that. Yeah, it's to do with kind of, like, pixels and reach and that kind of thing on screen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Gameplay, obviously, one or two players. Um, You can, uh, yeah, hit people once or multiple times. Uh, You can kind of throw them, jump and hit... Or there's obviously everyone has a charge attack. Yes. Yep. And sorry, as I'm saying, if an enemy's on an animal, you can hit them off the animal and jump on. They're weird looking animals, aren't they? Weird lizard they things are. with fat heads. Yeah, there's, there's a, a lizard thing, and then there's like a dragon. There's one. Thing. Wasn't there one they called like chicken leg? Yes, that's chicken the one leg. like the green one where it hits people with a tail. Yeah. And Ooh. would you like to have a pet chicken leg though? And I think like it's that one. I don't know if to you, eat. you came across this, but I think that was actually originally an altered beast. Oh. Yes, I think so. No, they like, pulled it, it across for Golden Axe. Oh. And there's like a blue dragon that can kind of uh, breathe yeah. fire on the ground. And the yes. best of all, the pink dragon that um, shoots fireballs. Yeah. 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 Shoots I, do, I, do, I, do, I, could, I could never stay on them for long, though. 
No, they always used to whack you, you off. Never stay on the yeah. yeah. And uh, obviously, also magic is a big part of it. Yeah. Pick up magic vases or urns. I'm not really sure from blue-clad elves, 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 <laughs> and uh, can throw them up in the air, and it basically kind of like hits everything on screen. That's I love insane. the magic. That's great. And each character, one one character's got more magic than the other. Is that right? Or can power up more? Is that right? Yeah, Tyrus yeah. there, I think, has the most. She magic. can power hers up the highest. Yeah. It's, and obviously, Streets of Rage took that with the missiles, didn't they, from the first one? Absolutely. Right? Like, yeah. yeah, although you didn't power that up, you just pressed the button. Oh, yeah, Streets true. of Rage basically one and two ripped off almost pretty mm. much everything. And I love the uh, Streets of Rage two especially, but there's almost nothing original in any of those games. I think we've all. stopped. I think we've stopped having a go at things for ripping off other things because it, it, also it was another Sega game. They're everything. allowed to rip their own stuff off. Yeah, but it's just standard. Allow it. Like across any kind of entertainment thing. Yeah, it? there's nothing original. There's nothing original. There's, there's, there's nothing, nothing original. original. Well, there's anyway. no other gaming podcast, so we're quite original. No, no. no. <laughs> You're listening to the only <laughs> gaming podcast. It's gonna be our intro from now on. <laughs> the only gaming podcast. <laughs> No, man, you've got to sing our intro from now on. That's yeah. it. Hey, man, we're number 70-something <laughs> in Malta, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Every, every podcast, you've got to come up with a song. Just wait until I've come up, you hear what I've come up with for the Bowser podcast. <laughs> oh, God. Not a Bowser podcast. <laughs> no, it's not going to be a Bowser <laughs> wait, wait, episode. No. You're going to go no. Waluigi part two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we can talk any more about Waluigi than we've already done. Change the subject. Yeah. Change the subject. Back, back on track. Sorry, Rob. Yeah, yeah and track. obviously, uh, if you kick the green elves, you get big meat drumsticks and they restore your health. Um, anyway, um, what did people think of the games? Of the gamer? I, I loved it. I blindsided a bit. Yeah. No, I loved it. I thought it was a brilliant game and I just, um, I, oh, I was playing it for hours. I think I, I've comp- I did complete it with my brothers and we just went through it and just played it again. And I can't remember if it's the first Golden Axe. You might, you, but you can go different paths, can't you? You can, it's got longevity, so you can do different levels, can't you, to get to the final bit? Or am I talking about another Golden Axe? Might have been no. another one. Different, different levels, you can kind of play like the high road or the low road. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, they, unfortunately for me, the free games kind of blur into one for me, so I need to. <laughs> I'm sure Rob will come to that. Later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I like, I really like it. And you know what? The first thing when I got my Wii, um, and I got the virtual console set up, got, the first thing I bought was Golden Axe, one, two, and three. Really? Honestly, yeah. In your face, Nintendo. You were like, the first thing I <laughs> yeah, get on there is, yeah. is a Sega title. <laughs> well, to be fair, I had like Mario games as well, but proper games. But yeah, that was the first thing I bought. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I loved it. And, and you often, th- and I remember playing it again, this probably about 10 years ago now on the Wii, but I don't know, it still was so fun and just, uh, my, my wife liked it and my, my, my kids loved it as well. It's just a nice pick up and fun game, isn't it? And I think the difficulty is perfect. I think it's, it's not easy, but it's not ridiculously hard either. I think Adrian said it all. I don't know. No, it's, <laughs> it's for me. Like on the Mega Drive, did probably agree as well. Well, and you, and you, you all had Mega Drives. Yeah, it's like a staple, wasn't it? Like Mega Drive staple. Yeah, everyone had to have it. Either and had it, was it, all, or... it was always on their Mega. Mega it was game. on Mega Games. Monaco Grand Prix and Collins. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. best game of those three. Yeah, opinion. and obviously, you know, it, as time went on, it's not the best scrolling beat 'em up mm. on the Mega Drive, but. It still stands up. It I does think. still stand up. It's still fun to go back to, and like Ada was saying, it's really easy for anyone to just pick up and jump into it. Yeah, it's got really um, smooth gameplay. Um, apparently, like the reason they didn't have three players is because game specs could only allow six moving characters on screen. At okay, one yeah, there time. was always those kind of limitations, wasn't there? But which is why sometimes enemies will stand still until you've defeated everyone else on screen. Like they'll wait on the right hand side of I the screen. I thought it was just man- good manners. Oh. Yeah, I just being, it was eti- etiquette in, back in those days, you know. I'm just going to pick up on something that Adrian said there. Oh. Adrian just said the Golden Axe is better than the Super Monaco Grand Prix. What? 
Uh, yeah. Well, Mega Games 1. That's like, a different podcast. Those, those, <laughs> yeah. those three games got Mega Games 1, aren't they? Is that right? And I think World Cup Italia 90 is on Mega oh, Games Yeah, let's just, uh, let's just agree that anything on a, on a cart with World Cup 90 is better than World Cup <laughs> Italia 90. Yes. Yeah. We can all agree on that. We can all agree on that. <laughs> um, one thing I like, I, well, I love the graphics and the sound of this game. Like, number oh, one, the soundtrack absolute fantastic. Great, great look. Like, I love the character selection screen. We're like the three of you on the oh, outstretched palm yes. of a massive skeleton. Yes, it's yes. really metal. That's awesome. And like, uh, in between levels, they show you this map and like a mm. quill writes the story in red ink mm. and explains where you're going. Or Ex- blood. The quill yes. thing. The quill thing. Even on Master System was bananas. <laughs> you say that word again, please. No, I can't because we don't do swearing on yeah, no on, swearing. on, on our kind of table. We're allowed one in each pod, really, aren't we? We have to like kind of mask it slightly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's great. The enemies, I love the way they look as well. Great armor, weapon design, and all the levels just really atmospheric. Mm. I, man, the giant turtle level. Yes. You are literally on oh the back God, of the giant, yeah. giant turtle. Yeah, yeah, giant turtle, man. Mm. Is great. And you're, I think there's one where you're flying in the back of on an back immensely of an eagle, sized eagle. Yep. Yeah. It's crazy. Love it. Well, if you could start a transport company and you could choose either a giant eagle or a big turtle. But it's not even just the fact that you're flying on. There's like a whole village of, built on the back of this eagle. Well, okay. Where would you rather live then? On the back of an eagle or back of a turtle? Yeah. Turtle. Oh, the turtle, because the eagle will be going too fast, bro. Like, can you, you, you get severe <laughs> motion sickness. <laughs> it's true. Well, the, uh, look how fast the earth is going. And Oh, touche. Touche, <laughs> Rob. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like, uh, basically going to get in onto the actual enemies. They all actually do have official stats. I think they might Wait, be all in, of them, even yeah. like your standard grunt. <laughs> yeah, um, like standard grunt, grunt, standard grunt they, number yeah, one. Yeah, they have um, they have names and they have stats, oh, and cool. they were, I think they might be in the manual, or I definitely found them somewhere. But the club guys, like the bald dudes of the clubs, yeah. are called Long Moan. They're uh, five foot six, hundred and sixty-four pounds. Okay, um, what's that in normal uh, weight? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't write it down, but um, oh, uh, I guess let me. They're quite I guess light, 12 actually. stone. 160 is only about... <laughs> Just 10 under 12. Stone? It's under 12 stone. stone. Oh, they're pretty light on their feet. <laughs> uh, the women are called... Um, they have all different names. But names like Storchenaya or Strobaya. They sound like vodkas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and they're 5 for 833 pounds. The skeletons are short because obviously they have no skin. <laughs> 5 for 2, 89 pounds. The big bald hamadus are called the Bad Brothers. The bad, bad yeah, yep, I know them. Yeah. I know them Eight well. foot three, six hundred eighty pounds, Oof. and like the big, the knight with a huge sword, is called Bitter. He's bitter. pretty bitter. Actually. He's an Everton fan. Hey. Oh. <laughs> That's his choice of drink in the pub. I think a pint of bitter, please. Oh. And he's six eleven, two hundred seventy one pounds, according to this. But anyway, music uh, by a guy called Yu Takada. Mm. Man, it's so iconic, isn't it? It is. It brilliant is. music. Brilliant music, brilliant soundtrack. It really fits. And you can, again, you can hear that influence of like Conan and stuff like that, definitely. Now, the first level, especially, is just so iconic. Yeah. Dun, I can dun, hear it in my head dun, now. Dun, 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 <laughs> dun, dun, mm-hmm. dun. Yeah. And as is the in between level music, like with the quill, like, do, do, do. I can't do it, but you know, oh, the, yeah, and we the, know the And the, the, like the jolly music when the, um, the little elves come out. Oh, you have to kick yeah. them. And you have to try and kick them to get the, yeah. Kick the elf. And man, the sound, especially in the arcade, is great too. Screaming peasants and like cowardly screams of dying enemies when you kill them. And, uh, when you, when you, Rob loves those sounds. No, but this, go on, carry on. No, no, go for it. Tread all over it. Um, 
in it's in the arcade the sound effect of the enemies when they die it was lifted from Rambo wasn't it <gasps> I didn't know that did you not I know this that is no? true actually yeah I yeah it, I yeah. don't know if it might be long moan and I think that's partly where the name comes from because when they die I'll, I'll try and find the sound effect to put it into the podcast and it's like oh it's like the and Wilhelm then, scream is it it might be okay yeah that's that, but like, it was an actual film sample and obviously when it was translated for the consoles it was Rambo. Yeah. yeah, Wilhelm scream is like this incredibly famous like sound effect that gets used in pretty much yeah. every film. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's the same one, but could, could be. be. Could yeah, be, but yeah. Like frogs, that's... The frogs, in, not many frogs go rabbit, but apparently that's what they use in Hollywood. So if you want a frog in Hollywood, they just get the same sound, even though only one type of frog goes rabbit. True story. Interesting. <laughs> True story. Uh, yeah, and when you beat death at it. He falls on his back, and his massive axe flies up in the air and comes down on his chest, causing a fountain of blood to, to spew out everywhere. Boom. That wasn't in the home version. No, it wasn't the arcade. No, way. no it <laughs> definitely yeah. wasn't in the Master no. System version. So metal. It's good. Oh, I love this game. Hashtag metal. Mm. So uh, get on to the home console versions. Woo! Uh, first one is obviously... Mega Drive? Mega Drive, Mega Drive yeah. Mega Drive. Um, comes out December 1989, so only seven uh, months after yeah. the arcade. Oh, wow, uh, yeah. Cost £35. I think we can all agree, a very good adaptation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good value for money. Good value for money at the time. Because a lot of t- t- titles are like 45 mm. quid. Well, getting on into the mid-90s, well, early 90s, they definitely cr- crank it up to that. So 35 quid mm-hmm. or an arcade in your, li- you know, in mm. your living room. It was, brilliant. I mean, look, and look at, well, I don't know if it was 88 or 89, the Mega Drive port of Super Thunderblade. Which is just awful. Oh God! Please don't talk about so, that. So yeah, so you know <laughs> the fact that the Golden Axe was so close to the arcade was quite mm. impressive. Yeah, I mean there are minor changes like Alex isn't there at the beginning. There's no blood. Um, five life bars instead of three. But like the gameplay is pretty much identical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. everything looks sounds very very close. Mm. Yep. Uh, it was well reviewed when it came out. Um, mean Machines, I think a source we all respect, ninety one percent. Magazine called uh, Zero gave it ninety four percent. Never heard of Zero. I remember that magazine, yeah. Okay, yeah. but largely within like the nineteen ninety two percent range. Um, other ports, Adrian mentioned the Amiga. Yeah, I'd, again, good. good port, good port. Pretty much the Mega Drive version, but yeah, pretty- I think so. I mean, I played both and. Again, they just blown to one for me, but yeah, I think it's very close. They did a lot, like, there were a lot of Amiga Mega Drive ports, so they didn't try and port the arcade to Amiga. Like Desert Strike, for They example. just went, yeah, it just went, okay, it's well, on Mega Drive, let's try and get it to Amiga. Funny enough, the uh, Amiga actually was um, an arcade port, oh. according to this research. Um, <laughs> and uh, the PC Engine version um, was a Mega Drive port. Woo! What? <laughs> also came out, uh, I, they, I'm just saying what I've... Like what it says here. Mag- Whoa, Whoa-za. Then, <laughs> then we have then we have greatly under underestimated the Amiga version, dude. We need to go back. I haven't got an Amiga anymore. <laughs> I need to get one, <laughs> dude. We need to go back in time, and we need to do this back oh. through the winds of time. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Another podcast. Uh, yeah, it also came out in the Atari ST and Master System yeah. and uh, Game Gear. Not Game Gear. Oh, no Game Gear. Yeah, it came out. Um, in the Master System, and I, b- I believe the character's name was Tarek. Tarek, it was Tarek. They changed Tarek. it for Why some reason. Why did they reason. change his name? I don't know. Because he was on his own. He was on yeah. his own, mate, because his mates were like... Tarek the Lonely. <laughs> yeah, Tarek the Lonely, because it was like, oh, dude, like that's an 8-bit game. We don't want to be in that. Oh, yeah. Oh. You can do so it on your own, mate. Up, so he ended up doing it alone. Yeah, poor guy. But yeah. he did a decent job. I had a few things to say about that in a review on the site. 
bit harsh, but you know, <laughs> but fair. But it's still fun. I gave about sixty. I'd, ex- I'd expect nothing less from Dylan the Grim. I'm <laughs> Dylan the Grim, you know. Yeah, not Dylan the positive. <laughs> Dylan the uber critical. I think that's what I'm going to be known as. Yeah. Um. But so was, you know, good game. Good game. In case people uh, don't pause it to go back and read it, can you give a summation? Um. I basically said that initially it looks really impressive. Like the first couple of levels, they've put a lot of it, you know, effort into making it look like the Mega Drive version. The animation of Tarek is good when he like swings his sword and stuff. It's really impressive, but when he moves, it's a bit kind of too framey. But well, I don't know what do you expect from a Master System. Later on, it kind of looks more lazy. Uh, all of the um, the stages and that looks look more like Lego, and it kind of mm-hmm. they dig, it gets a bit more lazy towards the end, but it still holds up as you know. But there were better beat em ups and things on on the Master System. Would it make you <clears throat> would it make you feel better if I told you there was a worse version out there than the Master System? Oh yes, please, Rob. Commodore sixty four, no. <laughs> which uh, despite getting ninety six percent in Zap magazine, <laughs> Zap, yeah, we know yeah. Zap. Mm-hmm. Zap, Zap. Yeah, you could. Uh, yeah, um, I guess I've seen the footage online. It's not good. Obviously, um, does it not look anything like the Master System version then? Or do I? I I'd have to look with a look at it, wouldn't I? Damn it! It's the Commodore Pause the 64. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Stop! Stop it! <coughs> so, but Dylan, when you were writing your review, did you almost have an axe to grind? It seems uh, like uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll always give you that. <laughs> But no, I mean, you know, the Master System version, it did entertain me back in the day. I did have to be a bit more critical of it for the site, obviously. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I'm glad that it's at least better than the C64 version. But, you know. And, uh, also, there was a sequel on the Master System, was there not? Sort of. Uh, it's more of a spin off, isn't it? Really. Golden Axe Warrior yeah. is not really. More of an RPG. It's an game, RPG yeah. that's actually really hard to get, and I've never played it actually. So, mm. so it's supposed to be a very good game. It's yeah. meant to be it's a very a bit good of a Zelda RPG. clone, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so I've got one down here. Apparently, is one of the rarest Master System yeah. games, but Death Adder is still the villain, mm. and uh, you have to collect crystals. Apparently, um, okay. well, you got to collect something. <laughs> it um, it got mixed reviews, and generally, mixed reviews is euphemism, euphemism for bad reviews. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, uh, according to this, they actually were very mixed. GamePro gave it a f- five out of five. Joystick gave it eighty-eight percent, uh, but CVG forty-two percent, and Mean Machines forty percent. What was? Did you make a note of what? Why they gave it forty percent? Um, cause it just wasn't very good. If <laughs> <laughs> you groundbreaking, I mean, look, that's actually know, pretty mixed. I mean, it's gone from ninety percent mm. to like forty or what? Like, I mean, look, if I kind of talk about a top-down RPG that's not very good, you already know what the issues are with it. Like, it's boring, confusing, mm. kind mm. of. Okay. And there's like to dig out like the old, dig out the old retro pie and have a little bit of a crack at that. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then Axe Battler, Legend of Golden Axe came out on the Game Gear. Oh, okay. Both these games in 1991, um, also like I Total RPG. Oh. Um, I've yeah, got, I that one. again, mixed reviews. Zero gave it 87%, Mean Machines gave it 39%. Whoa. Strange, what is with these mixed variations, reviews, yeah. man? Who got paid off? <laughs> I, think, I think Death Adder was at the back of the reviews. Yeah. The good ones, at least. <laughs> you better write a good review or else. But he yeah. couldn't get to everyone, obviously. So no, he's, yeah. he's slow, isn't he? You know, he can't get everywhere. He's slow, man. I it's didn't realise Death Adder was from the West Country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. It's revealed today. He's finally... <laughs> uh, but same year, we have the first genuine sequel to Golden Axe, which is... 
Go the next two. Next two. Go the next two. Comes out <laughs> in the Mega Drive, um, December 91, slash mm-hmm. January 92. Very similar to the first, uh, <laughs> Sorry. It's the same game. It's very similar. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the same game, the same characters, but the villain's some old evil creature called Dark Gold or Gould. I'm not really sure. But it's another giant in massive armor. Yeah. 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 Like, enemies are slightly different. The magic system is slightly different. Um, was not as well received. Like, music is pretty bad. It, uh, I actually quite like the music. Compared to the first. But it's not as good as the first. So I think it's a step down and the, in terms of the game itself, it was just more of the same. Um, is, I've got like on my notes, mm. ask, uh, Keith about <laughs> data discs. Is there like yes. a data disc version of there is. Golden Axe? Yeah, yeah. Gold, it was Golden Axe on one side, Golden Axe 2 on the other. Ooh. So, How about free? Where's free? There's no one there. There's not a third side on a record. Why is there not, not a third, third side there. on an LP? <laughs> <laughs> I thought if you spun it around enough times, you got the third side. <laughs> yeah, you play it backwards. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, Freddie Mixed Reviews. Mega, uh, famously strict, gave it 92. Oh. It's what? the same game. Like, how can you not give it anything less than Golden Axe 1? <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, apparently, like, the general consensus was that the game mechanics aren't quite there. Um, okay. Megatech gave it 67%. Mean Machines gave it 69%. Uh, Julian Rignall, Mean Machines, says, I'm quoting here, uh, the gameplay is basically identical. The dinosaurs are all very similar. The music is worse. The baddies are killed using exactly the same tactics. Mm. The map layouts are surprisingly similar. And to cap it all, it's not even as challenging as the original. Yeah. I finished it on my first go. Oof. Yeah, but they reskin. They're not dinosaurs. They dragons, Golden Axe 1. <laughs> <laughs> then they did it again for Golden Axe 3. Well, you have to bear in mind this is the early 90s and dinosaurs were pretty big back then. Yeah. This is before Game I think of dinosaurs Thrones. are pretty big in general. Dragons are bigger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then in uh, the following year, 1992, we have the first arcade sequel, Golden Axe, Revenge of Death Hour. Oh, this game is so good. Um, came out on the really Sega System 32 arcade board. Me never played, me want. No. N- no, yeah, no um, ho- well, Rob's going to get onto it, but it wasn't. there's no home conversion. Oh, what? No, uh, basically, uh, this board came out in 1990, also used for, anyone want to think of any early 90s Sega arcade games? Oh. Really early 90s? In what style? What, yeah, what, what genre? Uh, a racing game. Early night. Mm. A racing game sequel. Outrun 2? Outrunners. <laughs> Outrunners. <laughs> and Sega Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, oh Sega Sonic. Okay. Oh. Okay, cool. Yeah, is it exactly the same sort of game then? Side scrolling. Oh, but it's just, I mean, it's 32 bit. It's a step up. It looks mm. kind of on the 32X, maybe. Yeah. It, um, well, it should have been on the Saturn. It looks a little bit oh, like. Oh, Keith has got an axe to grind about that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, basically, like, the, the characters are different. You've got Goa the Giant, who has Gilius Thunderhead riding on his yeah, back. Yeah, he's riding on his back. The axe, bat- the yeah. axe battler type is called Stern the Barbarian. <laughs> Don't want to mess with him. You've got a female Minotaur called Dora the Kenteride. Yeah, and she fights. She's got you know the big um, oh, I don't know what they call them now. You know like the giant cotton bud in gladiators. <laughs> yeah, we know it's all. Do you know that. what I mean? When <laughs> yeah, that she fights with one of those. <laughs> the pugilin. Yeah. Oh, like in gladiators. What's the, yeah, that's what I mean. What's the duel thing? Yeah. The pu- what are those things called? Yeah, the pugil sticks. Pugil sticks. Let's call them that. Yeah, she has a big one of those. Have we just done another Jessica Jennifer Simpson thing there? Pugil sticks. Pugil sticks. (laughs) Pugil horn. What? (laughs) 
And uh, everyone last, knows what we mean. Last character is called Little Tricks, an elf with a pitchfork. Little Minx. And um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had to. Little Minx. You know, can you imagine a Little Mix size called a beat 'em up game? It'd be so bad, it'd be good, wouldn't it? I will make that game. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Little Tricks. Sorry, sorry, Rob. Little Tricks. And basically, her magic involves because they still have magic in this game. Growing trees can restore people's health. And this is the game where you get to choose paths. There's some bits, uh, basically where you go like up the screen. Yeah, the in, the, at the, the end of the level you go, yeah, it's like into the screen. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. You're effect. like going up the screen and once you get to the top, you can choose left or right. Yeah. And that, that would lead to different levels and you can replay the game and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, different But paths. it was just an arcade. Yeah. Oh, uh, thank yeah. God for MAME. Graphics <laughs> are more colourful, like oh, a little bit more toward, if you remember Knights of the Round, kind of not oh, as good as that. I love but that game. More in that realm, almost like SNES colours. Oh. Mm. Yeah, but like I say, thirty-two bit, so it's a really good-looking two D scrolling beat 'em up. And some of the, like the, I don't know if you've seen some of the effects for some of the magic. It's awesome, like the, when the fire comes across, you see like the uh, enemy's face, and it like burns all the skin off, and it's just this skull Ooh. and the flames. It's Keith, really, could, really good, really good. Could someone very clever in this day and age try and convert it to a Saturn, like make reboot it as a Saturn game? Would it be possible? I have no idea. Are you clever enough to do that? Am I clever enough? Yeah. No, I am not. <laughs> someone, I don't, do, do people still do Saturn homebrew games? I should, someone should do it. No. I should, there, there, there are some Saturn dev kits out there. Uh, you do it. We're looking at you, Dylan. Someone do it. <laughs> someone do it. <laughs> Listeners. It's unlikely Listeners, to be If you have a Saturn room. dev kit at home, what's it called again? Return Gold of Death Adder. Is, is it Return or Revenge? <coughs> um, revenge, I think. It is Revenge, revenge and Death So he didn't die in the first game, is that what you're telling me? He never dies, really. Oh. Death Adder never dies. He's like dies. Voldemort. He's got Horcrux. like Cobra Kai. <laughs> You're not allowed to say his name. Oh, sorry, yeah. But he, who, he who can't be named. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I think maybe this is a controversial opinion, maybe especially for Keith, but Ooh. I I thought, like, it was a bit overshadowed by Knights of the Round, which came out the year before. And I you think love Knights of the Round. I do Bob. love Knights well, of the Round. <laughs> me and Rob good. one day... Pod on that man, don't we? Absolutely. Did you say it came out the same year in the arcade? Uh, came up. Knights of the Round came out the year before. Oh, okay. In ninety mm-hmm. one. So yeah, I don't know. It's kind of it feels less unique for mm. me. Like you're losing that Golden Axe feel by this point. And then yeah. um, the year afterwards, nineteen ninety three, you have Golden Axe three comes out in the Mega Drive in nineteen ninety three, and um, I so know in Japan in nineteen ninety three and US in nineteen ninety five. Yeah, well, I don't think we ever got it. Yeah. Oh. We're only on like compilation thing. Yeah, because I just downloaded it on the virtual console, so I I didn't realise it wasn't out back then, to be fair. Um, Again, like all new characters, Gilius Thunderhead appears in cutscenes, but everyone else is new, like. It's like a Panther Man, isn't there? There's a Demon Prince called (laughs) Villian, and. um, It looks like a big Panther. Would you prefer a Cheetah Man instead? (laughs) Sorry, um, no, the villain is a Demon Prince called Demud Hellstrike, Hellstrike. but he's basically like Death Adder. Maybe and it's his cousin or something. Yeah. yeah. There's a different spe- spell method and some new moves, but ugh, graphics and sound are pretty bland. Graphics are poor. I don't know if you guys... Have you seen it? Have yeah. You yeah, yeah. yeah. The back, just no effort has gone into the backgrounds. It's re- yeah. really They've poor. just gone, oh, we can just Considering when it out, came out as well. We can just whack out another Golden Axe game. <laughs> Fetch me Golden Axe 2. Right, let me put some other graphics on top of change it. That to, change that yellow to green and the game's yeah. done. Yeah. But there was going to be one more arcade sequel. Golden Axe. What? Uh, no, Golden Axe The Duel. Mm. What? Head-to-head beat-em-up where people fight for the Golden Axe. Yeah. Um, you do, like, no original characters. 
because they're all like descendants. You have Gilius Rockhead, who's Gilius Thunderhead's great grandson, and Milan Flair. Descendants of Tyrus Flair. Long. Can you imagine? Long. Yeah, can you imagine? it'd be a fashion guru and he went to like Italy or something. And uh, yeah, you can collect magic Absolutely. bottles to help you pull off special moves. Um, came out on the STV um, arcade board. Yeah. Which is basically almost identical to the Saturn. Yeah. Um, some of the other games for it, Virtua Fighter Remix, mm-hmm. Die Hard Arcade, and Final Fight Revenge. You said it, did, you said it all, it, what, does this game exist, Rob? Tell us. Yeah, well, it exists on the Saturn. Oh. Oh, they did, did the arcade game. Yeah, uh, it came out the arcade, arcade game in 94, yeah. Saturn in 1995. Oh, I thought you said it yeah. didn't. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's, you know, there's a lot, but there's you a lot. It? No, no, I'm going to get it. Oh. Is it there's a, a lot of good 2D fighters on the Saturn. Loads. So it's so a Street many. Fighter 2 clone. No, it actually feels more like an SNK game. Oh, like, right, okay. Um, one of those like samurai showdown. Yeah, because it's again, games. it's weapons, weapons based. All right, yeah, that's good. So he's got his sword and your axe, and but um, yeah, it's um, a pretty good looking game. Um, but yeah, I've been meaning to get hold of it. Yeah, and it also does that kind of semi showdown thing where the characters get bigger or smaller depending on how far away oh, you are. You, you oh, I love that effect yeah. graphically. I don't know. I used to get a bit tired of that sometimes. In does it do it in Fatal Fury? Mm, oh, maybe. I'm sure it does. Fatal Fury it zooms in and out. And it, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But that can get a bit bit tiresome. There's constant zooming in and out. But yeah. yeah, and we don't like not constant zooming <laughs> in <and> out, camera. <laughs> I mean, this basically got a mediocre reception mm. because, I mean, you know, think about when it came out, 1994, 1995. Um, it, you know, it comes out just before Virtual Fighter and X-Men Children of the Atom. People yeah, were doing... then that's what I mean. That came out on the Saturn. It's fantastic. And it just, this Golden Axe, the jewel, just paled in comparison. People were doing, you know, virtual fighter and a whole kind of raft of 3D yeah. games. Yeah, or yeah, it was probably so. a bit old hat even then. That's what people were looking at mm-hmm. in them days. I was one of yeah, those. It's a bit, yeah, a bit old hat, isn't it? Old hat or old axe? <laughs> yeah, I think um, by this time the kind of the franchise was getting a bit stale. It was getting yeah. flogged. The axe was getting a bit blunt, yeah. flogged, yeah, uh, dragged. <laughs> And so you have to wait basically about um, 13 years I've got here for the next Golden Axe game. Oh. comes out on the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3, and that is Golden Axe Beast Rider. Yeah, I've not played it, but I've seen it. This didn't have good reviews either, did it? No, it's like, it's kind of first person. You're, are you Tyrus Flair? No, it's, it's, it's third person, but yeah, it's a 3D oh, yeah, yeah. beat-em-up. Um, so, yeah, I think you're Tyrus Flair and... She rides beasts. Mm. <laughs> Family podca- podcast game. Family please. podcast, guys. What? Come on now. She does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, what, why were, what were they thinking? What? Well, so 13 years after. Okay, I suppose. Yeah, okay. What it's thinking, man? intellectual property. You always got to mm. kind of keep that thing going. There was one the prior to that. It was um, on, I think it was a PlayStation 2. It was one of these Sega collections. And instead of just porting the arcade games or the original games, they tweaked them. Oh. And the the Golden Axe one, it's like completely remade. It's sort of a 2.5D scrolling beat em up. I, <laughs> I might be remembering this wrong, but I think it's made by like Sega Australia or something. Oh, can we um, find this and deride it? Yeah, but it's supposed to be like piss poor. Oh. There's the swear, sorry. There is sh- There's the one swear <laughs> for podcast. I'll put a penny in a swear penny jar. Penny in the jar. Because I'm tight. Yeah. Carry on. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that was pretty much, um, end of the line for Golden mm, Axe as like kind of a major mm, property. I mean, sad. can we see it making a return? Well, no. Four words for you. Streets of Rage 4. 
Yeah. She's not golden axe, but yeah. <laughs> but I think similar nostalgia. Gilius is hanging around though. He pops up from time to time in things. Um, in things, yeah. So he kind of represents Golden Axe in Sonic and All Stars Racing Transformed. He's mm-hmm. in that. He's in. I can't remember which Sonic sports game it is, but it's, there's a tennis one I haven't surreal. played. There's a Sega. It's like Sega. Su- Does he? Sega? He always comes on on when Sega. Sega Superstars Tennis yeah. or something. When he plays he's tennis, in one of those. Axe as a I racket. Don't know. I don't know. I've not played it. Is he the only Golden Axe character with any kind of charisma? Uh, Death has got a bit of charisma. Ooh, we could bring Death Adder back in a Sonic racing game uh, or a Sonic tennis game playing as Death Adder. Like an eight foot two person's going to fit in one of those cars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that'd be quite funny. That Simpsons, the car. Have that Simpsons episode where that guy comes out the little car, do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got like bunched up. Do you find my appearance comical? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I think, I, think, I think Golden Axe is done. Oh, still no. Seriously, even, come on. Even like in a post Game of Thrones age, you don't think yeah, that IP is recoverable? Do you think actually? I think loads of other guys have done that kind of era better now, isn't it? Look There's how many so franchises many. If you want to live like your Game of Thrones fantasies, you can play Skyrim oh, or something. Witcher and all you? them other yeah, ones. Yeah, exactly. And you don't need Golden Axe. There's a lot that. of fantasy stuff. Mm. That... Where's Rise of the Robots? <laughs> Nah. <laughs> nah, no, look, still not selling I, you on that. You know, it's Pixel Rage Four. That is, that's enticing me. I think why can't they do a similar thing with Golden Axe? Well, Refresh maybe it. There's yeah. an argument to be made that that kind of genre is a bit dead now. Yeah. Side scrolling beat 'em ups. Side scrolling beaties. Mm. It's sad to admit, but I think he's probably right. We're just going to have to carry on enjoying the classics. They could make a new sort of genre with the characters, maybe. No, I don't know. Maybe a, VR? A, a kart racing game with all of the characters. <laughs> Golden Axe VR. I mean, we asked this question. It'd be like, be like BC Racers, the Chuck Rock kart racing <laughs> yeah. game. Oh, yeah. Could do the uh, Golden Axe racing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my face thinking about it. Oh, God. Yeah. Or maybe... Uh, I mean, instead oh, of a car, dragons. Yeah, instead of a car, you ride on the back of chicken legs. Yes. Beast Riders. <laughs> Golden Axe Beast Riders, couldn't you call it? Well, that's this what, is still not But that's really. what Golden Axe Beast Rider was called. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right, Beast Racers then. But we're trying to inject some originality all final, into it. All the Final Fantasy um Oh, the Chocobo Racing. Chocobo yeah. Racing. Oh, I've got You're one. basically just going to rip off Chocobo Racing. I've got one. Um, They go into a time portal and team up the Streets of Rage crew. Yes. Yes. So you've got like two different uh, styles, but in the Streets of Rage world. I guess, but... I'm or the Streets of Rage guys have to go back to medieval times. Yeah, yeah that would actually make more sense because if... um. If Axe Battler was using his broadsword, he'd basically be killing street thugs with, like, <laughs> one shot. That would be <laughs> amazing. Would be <laughs> can someone do a mod of Streets of Rage where you can just play as Axe Battler, please, and yeah. then we'll play We've that. asked quite a few of our a few things, don't we? Yeah, well, yeah, there, it, there are guys out there who, who have got time to do this kind of stuff, so yeah. do it. Please. Do it. Please. And then make the kart racer game on the side as well, just for fun. Yeah, Golden Axe Kart Racer. <laughs> Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else, you can tweet us at ArcadeAttackUK, at KeithBarlow82, and at Arcade underscore Adriano. We're also on Facebook at Facebook.com slash ArcadeAttackUK. Please check out our website at ArcadeAttack.co.uk for lots of retro gaming goodness, interviews, reviews, features, top 10, etc. And you can also find all our previous podcasts there. Our podcasts are available to stream from the website and are available to download for free from Stitcher, Podbean and iTunes, where you can also leave us a review and a rating, which we would really, really appreciate. So until next time, take care and we'll speak to you soon.